This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Mm. Oh. Matthew, is this the first time we've had margaritas together? Yeah, I think so. God, we should do this more often. I know. It is 12.29 p.m. on a Thursday. I love my job. It sounds like you're doing one of those, like, uh, you know, self, uh, like, audio diary segments of a podcast. 12.29 on a Thursday. Uh I'm here at Spilled Milk. I'm I'm sitting out outside the suspect's house, <laughs> like I'm I'm feeling really nervous about this interview. Like, did he do it? Did he not do I'm, it? I'm licking the salt off this rim. Oh yeah. Oh I'm, my god. I'm Matthew. Oh, I'm Molly. <laughs> and this is spilled milk, a show where we drink something delicious, <laughs> drink it all, and you can't drink any. Okay. Today we're talking about margaritas. Yep. Uh Oh, this is the best thing we could have this done today. This is the best episode ever. So the the mercury is going to hit ninety today. I think it certainly is? in the studio. I, I think I don't it know. might I don't have already. Outside. Yeah. We also have all the windows closed right now to limit noise. Yeah, I mean it's to limit someone from uh, lurking outside the window and and bootlegging the episode. <laughs> we got a lot of problem with bootlegging around here. <laughs> Why do people call it bootlegging anyway? Where does that come from? I think so. Uh, I think it comes from prohibition when like people would smuggle liquor like in the leg of their boot. Oh, is that why flasks are slightly curved so uh-huh. that it hugs your leg? So it hugs your leg, and uh, and then that term uh, got generalized to mean like uh, stealing. No, but you're not bootlegging wasn't stealing. I don't know. I don't know like why why like uh, copying like. Taping a movie or something is bootlegging per se. Aren't aren't there also bootleg jeans or is that a different term? Boot cut. Boot cut. <laughs> bootleg jeans are are like knockoff jeans. <laughs> boot cut. I can't believe I messed that. Up. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> okay. So what? Hold on. Mar- let's go down memory Mar- lane. Margarita memory are, lane. What were the margaritas of your childhood? So like? I think I may have known. As a kid, that a margarita was like. I am uh, already feeling this drink. Oh yeah, yeah. This is an intense drink, by the way. <laughs> uh, that uh, that a margarita was like a, a liquor that you would get like in the summer or at a Mexican restaurant. I feel like so. I think I've talked before on the show about Linda Pascal, 
who I often think of for the box of Franzia that was in her fridge. Sounds like a fun gal. Linda um, is is the mother of my childhood best friend, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. And anyway, Linda also had these giant plastic wine glasses for (sighs) taking out by the pool. Molly... I love Linda. <laughs> I know, right? And she would put, I, she would put was, ice cubes in there. I was just kind of joking before, but like, she actually sounds like no, she a, a was, super fun person. She's amazing. Linda was pretty great. She was also like the mom who would sleep in. Like my mom was always doing things like getting up early to take a 6 a.m. aerobics class. See, Whereas like, Linda was sleeping in on the weekends. I, I think of myself as like a low maintenance, like, you know, doesn't give a shit unless he really has to, you know, doesn't give a shit except about the important stuff kind of guy. Me too. I don't think anyone actually sees me that way. I don't, I don't think that's an accurate view of myself. I think people would say like, I, I like sweat everything way too much. Possibly. Um, but so I need to, I has the- she written a, a self-help book about how to be more chill? Uh, no, but right now she is. Um, so she um, she has married a man who. Um, so she she retired to Naples, Florida. Okay, I was going to ask if she was single. Hold up, she is retired to Naples, Florida. She was courted by one <gasps> of her neighbors mm-hmm. who would do things like leave roses in her mailbox, and it's, she kept him at arm's length for a long. He doesn't time. sound real chill. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, now they're married. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they they live in Naples, Florida, but he also has like a vacation house in Ontario, like oh, on God. Lake Ontario okay, or I'm, something. Now I'm sold on this guy and, too. I was skeptical. And I've come anyway, around. when I've been hanging out with my friend Jen, shout out to Jen, we FaceTimed at one point with her mom and her mom's new husband Ken at their vacation home in Ontario, and they'd <sighs> clearly been drinking large glasses of wine uh-huh. with ice cubes, and they were <sighs> they were living the retirement life. I was really happy for them. Can we do that now? Have we I already we sort of, of done that? I kind of have started yeah. that about five minutes I guess we're ago. at work drinking big-ass margaritas. Yeah. Um, anyway, but hold on, hold on. Yeah. I haven't gotten to the margarita Sorry. part. <laughs> I so forgot. I think that I also remember Linda... So in addition to the plastic wine glasses... Linda had like all the different plastic drinkware and like serveware and stuff that you needed for poolside entertaining. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. This was Oklahoma. We we didn't have natural bodies of water. Everyone had a swimming pool. You know that book that that uh, people are talking about. You are a badass. Have no, you seen this? I haven't. It's like a self help book about how you are a badass. Clearly, I want. Clearly, I, I don't. I I I really need this book because I've never even heard of it. No, I think we don't need this book. We need Linda's book, which is called something like you're not a badass and that's cool that's that's true anyway but i seem to remember linda out by the pool drinking a margarita out of a plastic cup i also remember linda drinking gazpacho out of a cup by the god this is the best person we have (laughs) anyway linda pascal for president she's no longer linda pascal She's changed her last name. Did she ever drink a margarita while lying on an air mattress that had a cup holder? Oh, God, probably. <gasps> probably. God. They were living their best lives. All right. They were like one of the first parents I knew who had a king-size bed, too. Oh, isn't it cool how beds have gotten bigger? Like, I feel really, like, uh, ambivalent about the fact that, like, houses have gotten bigger. But, like, Beds. a double bed is not a grown-up thing, I feel like. I, I, but my parents had one when I was growing up. Well, they don't They don't now. They well, have a, at least a queen-size bed. Well, looking back at it, my, my parents always had a queen-size bed. And now I think, like, wow, God, I'm really surprised that yeah. they didn't ever upgrade to the king-size, especially because... 
let's be honest, my dad was quite the snorer. And mm-hmm. I feel like every inch counts when you're trying sure. to escape a snorer. Yeah, no, I was. I thought you were going to say that you were you were impressed that they had the queen size so early because I really I, I I think I'm just judging based on my own experience. But I, I feel like the, the double bed was like the standard in the 80s. Probably. I mean, I, I grew up with a double bed. Wait, you, you had a double bed growing up? Yeah, but I oh, was I, I was a an, twin bed. I was an only child. Okay, that and makes sense. So I had a bedroom that was all mine and I had a double bed. Yeah. I mean, I had a bedroom that was all mine most I think, I think maybe all my whole childhood I never had a double bed. Yeah, I don't know why I had a roll top a... desk at one point. You did. I did. Why? <gasps> no reason. <laughs> oh my god. I remember when I was maybe like 7 or 8. My parents bought me this like bookshelf setup that we would now probably call an entertainment center. Mm-hmm. It was laminated particle board. It was it was white laminate on the outside and it had these white plastic handles and I remember it had a desk built into it that was like a, a fold down desk. So you oh, could nice. you know you could put the put the um the door up and yes. seal it. Yeah. Um, you know what I just realized I'm worried about? Like, what? I'm going to drink this margarita because the whole thing is delicious. <laughs> I can't even and stay I'm on topic lunch today. Yet, and I'm going to get derunk during this episode. <laughs> and that's fine. Like, that's between me and the listener. I and feel like we I'm have sweating an a understanding. lot now. Me too. But at like 2.30, which is in less than two hours, I have a doctor's appointment to get a uh, splinter removed from my foot. Oh. And which which I'm uh, I'm not looking forward to, but uh, like having drunk this huge margarita is going to make it better, except that now I'm worried the doctor is going to be like, and why are you drunk at 2.30 p.m.? I had to go to the doctor a couple years ago to try to have a splinter removed from under my thumbnail. And the weird thing is, is you know how they pull out like hospital grade tweezers that have been, you know, autoclaved and yep. sealed in a plastic thing. Sure. Their tweezers were more blunt than my tweezers at home. She couldn't get the splinter out. Oh god. Maybe I should just cancel this appointment and just yeah, live with it. I was I mean these tweezers were seriously they were like needle-nose pliers. This is not those are not tweezers. <sighs> no. It was so dumb. I was like, why did I come here? Yeah, no, I was trying to get it like with a needle this morning. People don't want to hear about this, do they? Why don't you just leave it? It'll grow out. It's almost as if if I've been consuming some substance that uh, that, like (laughs) lowers my inhibitions. (laughs) You should just just leave it. It'll grow out. But okay, yeah, you're right. I'm going to cancel it. It hurts, but it'll it'll come out eventually. I mean, well, do you want to have him like cut it out? I mean, I want to get it over with, but I definitely don't want the thing you just said. Hmm. Well, think it over. Okay, I'll think, think it, it over. over. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm definitely doing some of my best thinking right now. <laughs> Do you have any memory lane of margaritas? <laughs> no. Okay, cool. This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind using thousands of real women's measurements. Now, I have a little story. I didn't I didn't ask her if, if I could mention this in the ad, but uh, this morning I was hanging out with a friend of the show, Becky Selingit, and I couldn't help but notice she was wearing a tank top and, and she had that... Uh, oh, the, the yep, pleated strap. The pleated strap of the Third Love bra. And I was like, Third Love? She's like, you know it. Oh, man. So uh, how, how did she look? Uh, terrific, of course. Wow, Becky, I hope you're listening to this episode. That third love bra, it suits you. Yeah, Becky sometimes listens to the episodes like months after they come out. So like in a few <laughs> months, I'm going to get this, this uh, text from Becky like, you were talking about my bra on your show? <laughs> and we were because they're terrific bras. They fit wonderfully. There are a profusion of different sizes yep. available yep. and styles. Mm-hmm. Yep. The labels are tagless, so they're not even itchy. They're just like printed on the bra, which is really great because I have to say the bra I'm, I'm wearing 
wearing today? Oh. It's got a, it's not a third love and it's got an itchy label. I know. It is actually one of the only bras I have that's not third love and I've made a big mistake. You know what I say? Burn it. I'm going to burn it. To get your own, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk right now. Find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Left Field Farms. Left Field Farms is that refreshing new dairy brand that's founded on a left field thought. Just let the cow do its thing. Yep, that means that these cows eat non-GMO feed, so they've got a less processed diet. They have got plenty of shade, plenty of water, and they make delicious tasting milk. Yes, but that is not all. Oh, So say you want to flavor up your coffee with something convenient and creamy. Uh, you know, not just plain milk, but something okay. with a little flavor to it. Okay. You've got all kinds of choices, but most of them are made with nothing but artificial garbage. True story. If you want a coffee creamer that is made with real milk from a family farm produced with non-GMO feed, that's where Left Field Farms comes in. Oh, very good to know. So yeah, this the Left Field Farms is the brand to turn to for delicious milk and coffee creamer. So next time you're in the dairy aisle, take a fresh look and choose Left Field Farms. Hey, so Um, what is a margarita? Okay, a margarita is a cocktail consisting of, like in its most basic form, lime juice, triple sec, which is orange liqueur, and tequila, usually silver or blanco tequila. It originated probably in the 20s or 30s as a a variation on an earlier cocktail called the Daisy, uh, which featured any any liquor, but uh, typically brandy. Uh, and uh, lemon or lime juice and orange liqueur. And uh, margarita is Spanish for daisy. Oh, so oh, it's like Marguerite like, is Spanish is French. So, so it's like <laughs> like uh, you know, is is the Martinez? Is that like a martini with tequila? I think the idea was like you put tequila in, you give the drink a Spanish language name. Oh, that's what I think. This is gonna. This is this show is gonna be a lot of like. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> anyway. and that's and that's okay. But hold up. So where does triple sec come from, and why is it called triple sec? I don't know. <laughs> um, maybe France. <laughs> um, here's what I can tell you about triple sec. Okay. I'm glad you brought this up, except I don't know the answer to your question. Okay. Why is an orange liqueur called triple sec? So I had been buying that that bottle you're holding. It's D. What's it called? Du Bois. Du Bois. Dubois. Uh, du, du Dubois. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, Dubois brand triple sec. I believe it is $4.99 a bottle. It's 15% it's alcohol very, by volume. Very bad. I was going to say, that seems very low in alcohol. Is that normal for triple sec? No. And also, I mean, I don't know, but also, like, the flavor is terrible. I didn't realize, like, until, like, I think I made a lemon drop with it. And I was like, this tastes terrible. And I was like, oh, it's because this $5 liquor isn't very good. Huh. Surprise. So then I went and bought the quantity. Quantro, which is the real deal, mm-hmm. and it really is good. What's the difference between between Quantro and Triple Sec? Uh, Quantro is a brand of Triple Sec, so it's a high oh. quality Triple Sec, which just means an orange liqueur. Let me smell it. Yeah, you will find. I think it's that it smells a lot better Quantro, than the five dollar one. L'unique, une harmonie subtile et naturelle des écorces d'orange douce et amère. Please continue. Uh, oh, hi. Iris is here. Wait, read Daughter it, of the show. Read what it says on the... Oh, that smells nice. It smells like actual oranges. Yeah, on the band around the neck of the bottle. 
Oh, whoops. Hold on. Wait, I, what? I, daughter of the show is here sniffing Cointreau. Stop sniffing things. Okay, hold on. This is a professional says, podcast production. It says, Aux quatre coins du monde. To the four corners of the world. To the four the corners of the earth. Earth. Yeah, I like that. Four corners of the world. I mean, and it, it made it all the way to our kitchen. Wow. Which is really my kitchen. Okay, so tell me more about this. So so who invented this? What, was it we invented in a Spanish-speaking country? Well, we d- the United States not. is a Spanish-speaking so country now. So it is served in Mexico, but probably did not originate in Mexico. It probably originated, like, in California. Um, and It we, tastes like California. Yeah, and we, we don't know who, who to give credit to, mm, uh, although I'm sure delicious. there are people who, who will take credit for it. Um, and so the frozen margarita originated a few decades later in the 50s as a promotion for the Waring Blender Company. Oh. And I've never made I like a frozen margarita. Yeah, me too. I've never made a frozen drink at home, but it certainly is like the best in the right context. Right? Oh, man. Yeah. And I feel like they often come in um, those like modified martini glasses. Yes. That are like wide, but then sort of bloom out into a yeah, bowl like shape. A stepped glass, I think it's sometimes Is that what called? It's called. Or maybe just a margarita glass. Yeah. I feel like a frozen margarita comes in that thing. For sure. The You know, one of my earliest margarita memories is actually like when I first moved to Seattle in 96, our friends from who lived next door, um, we would go to La Cocina restaurant, which is, is still on there Broadway? on Broadway. And uh, like there was like, like Margarita Thursdays or something when you could uh, when there was a sale on Super Grande margaritas oh and like these guys are like we've got to go get Super Grande margaritas and uh, and we did and it was amazing and of course they come in a million different We're, flavors. Wait, are, is the Super Grande is that like the kind that you share like 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 Lady in the you do Lady in the Trampet? Well, I think you can. By which or... I mean, do you put a piece of spaghetti in and slip <laughs> the spaghetti out? Yeah, it's a drink shaken. You shake until the spaghetti gets uh, <laughs> soft and al dente. <laughs> yeah, alcohol. Uh, it's a miracle. Um, and uh, yeah, I think you could share or not share. Okay. I think those are the two options. Why is it that, I mean, have you ever had, so. Yes. Have I ever had a frozen margarita? Sense. Yes. Have you ever had a margarita that was like the share size? I think so. Yeah. Really? And shared it maybe with wife of the show, Lori. Oh, wow. That sounds romantic. It was. If, if that happened. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so do you, I actually, do you I learned, often order margaritas? So I have been lately because I've been thinking about them a lot because we were doing this episode. I don't remember if this was your idea or my idea, but I know it was one of our ideas. Maybe so, producer Abby's idea. I don't know. You know, so on Tuesday night. I'm so, starting to think like maybe it's better to do the show not drunk. <laughs> starting to think so too. <laughs> on so today's Thursday. Uh-huh. On Tuesday night, Ash and I went to a dance class that I've mentioned here before called Dance Church. Dance Church is from 8 to 9.30. Afterward- 8 to 9.30 a.m.? P.M. PM. Okay. It's very late, and I find it excruciating at night. Oh, I that's mean, too it's late just, for me. Yeah. It's way too late. Anyway, afterward, we were like, we're not hungry, but we need to eat food. So what did we do? We made the extremely sensible choice of going to Nacho Baracho. Yeah, I love Nacho Baracho. Also on Broadway, which has Neon Taco at the back. And Ash got some tacos, I got some nachos, and then I had an avocado margarita, which they have in their like slushy machine. Was it's, it good? It's so good. Yeah. Their avocado margarita, I think, is is perfect. And I would never usually order like a 
I mean, I would order something like a cilantro margarita. Oh, that but sounds I, good. I've had that. Um, I've had that once in Mexico. I would not intentionally order an avocado margarita because I, I don't like avocados. Either. But then I would, if you gave it to me and didn't tell me what it was, I'm sure I would love it. This really just tastes like a margarita that just tastes like extra yummy. Yeah. And because it's frozen and it's got that wonderful sort of slushy texture, oh man, it's just great. Yeah. Anyway, I quickly was restored to fine form. I bet. With I my nachos and my avocado margarita. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. Can we have nachos? <laughs> I could, well, I was going to say I could make nachos, but actually the only chips I have are Cool Ranch Doritos. Mm-mm. That would not work. Nope. A couple of things we're going to link to. The episode isn't over yet, but okay. probably should be soon. A lot of what I learned about the, the history of the margarita came from an article in National Geographic magazine. Are you serious? Yes. Is this like recent? Yeah. Because National Geographic has recently revamped itself. Mm. So I wonder if now it's like... They got bought by like Fox or something, right? Yeah, I wonder if now it's like, ooh, hey, let's write about margaritas. Yeah. (laughs) Next, they'll be doing a thing about like caprese salads. Yeah, no, like uh, it is so um, self-indulgent for like a couple people to decide that they want to just drink margaritas and use that as an excuse. I hate those people. Back to frozen cocktails from it. Um, I was su- surprised to learn from a history of the frozen cocktail in Serious Eats, which we'll also link to. Wait, you didn't talk about the National Geographic article. Oh, just that that's where I learned a bunch of stuff about. We'll, we'll link to it, and that's where I learned much of the margarita history that I was sharing, namely that it originated from an earlier cocktail called the Daisy. Oh, okay. All right. Um, there's also a history of frozen cocktails on Serious Eats, along with a bunch of recipes, and uh, that uh, explained that the strawberry daiquiri was, in fact, uh, the first popular frozen cocktail. And the frozen margarita originated in the early 50s as a promotion for the Waring Blender Company. You said that like three minutes ago. <laughs> Shit. Okay. What about, do you know anything about margarita mix? I don't. Um, I, I know that some bars, uh, very good bars, in fact, will make their own margarita mix. Okay. I don't really get it because it just has, the margarita just has three ingredients. Yeah, I don't really get it either. All right. So let's talk about the three ingredients themselves and like what variations you may find. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've drunk like half of this so I'm far. I'm almost finished with mine and I'm feeling mm-hmm. truly impaired. Are you going to have to take a nap on my couch again? I might. I'm very sweaty. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, I'm super sweaty. I'm so sweaty right now. Okay. So uh, the lime juice, first of all, I have I have heard it said that a great margarita is made with key lime juice. Which, I did not buy key limes. Which is delicious yeah, lime juice. But we should try that sometime. We should. Let's try okay. it tomorrow. Um, the thing that I was that I was especially interested and was like, what tequila do you buy for your margarita and does it matter? Hmm. And so there was a great piece also on Serious Each, which which we will also (laughs) link to. We'll link to each of these Serious Each pieces um, about they tasted a bunch of tequilas for margarita. Uh I'm not sure how they were able to write the article afterwards, but um, they had two, their two top picks were Casa Noble Cristal, which I did not find, and uh, Herradura, which I did find, and which is in an awesome square bottle that has a horseshoe on the front. I love it. What about Patron? Patron, they said, was good, but it tasted, it was like extremely smooth and tasted like uh, an upgrade margarita at a chain restaurant, which is not a bad thing at all. I don't think that's what I want. Hey, wait a minute. When we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, did we have margaritas? You bet we did. I was trying to remember what we drank. So uh, I've been going to Boneless Thursdays recently at (laughs) Buffalo Wild Wings. Why haven't you been inviting me? I don't know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Are you going tonight? I mean, there's no reason I couldn't. Do you want to go to Boneless Thursday? I'm not going to drink another margarita today, but... 
well, then what are we going to do? I don't know. Like a mojito? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, okay, let's go on. Yeah, we'll go to Boneless Thursday sometime soon. I promise. Okay. Um, so they tasted a bunch of tequilas, and the top picks were Casa Noble and Herradura, which I just said. Um, and I was, I was thinking we would compare. Like, I would, I have some cheap tequila in the house. I was going to compare. We're not going to drink another drink. That would be absolutely not, not smart. Absolutely not. I actually want to get some writing done this afternoon. Good luck. <laughs> um, so the triple sec we already talked about, cheap triple sec, I would not recommend. Um, Cointreau is terrific. Um, it's fairly expensive. What about just triple sec? Well, triple sec is is not a brand. It's oh, just it's a, not? so. So this this is Dubois triple sec, and it sucks. Oh. So. Um, Oh, I thought Triple Sec was a brand. No, I, I thought so too until until I started doing a little. Okay, thing. yeah, Cointreau is definitely the way to go. Cointreau is the way to go. So uh, Grand Marnier is is about the same price as Cointreau and is also a very good orange liqueur. It uh, I have I read probably also in Sirius Each um, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that it has it has more like of a characteristic like curacao flavor that it doesn't uh, meld as well with a margarita. What do you mean by a curacao flavor? Like a bitter orange flavor. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm sure it wouldn't be bad. I'm sure it'd be fine. So wait, you made what we're drinking today with the Cointreau, With right? the Cointreau, you bet. What are you going to do with the rest of the Dubois brand shit set? I will tell you, it, it works just fine in rhubarb compote. Oh, Friend okay. of the show, Dana Kreese, rhubarb compote, calls for a couple tablespoons of triple sec, and at that rate, I will use up this whole bottle in just eight more years. <laughs> Perfect. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, so so back to Buffalo Wild Wings for a minute. I wanted yeah. to talk about that um, because <laughs> I was at Boneless Thursdays recently, a couple weeks ago, with wife of the show, Lori. Uh, we got uh, we got boneless wings with oh uh, with what we got the desert heat, which we talked What's about. That one I don't it's remember. The, it's the dry, spicy, dry seasoning. I so good. I can't remember which one we liked best. When that we was went. the thing we liked best. Okay. The okay. Desert Heat. We also got the hot barbecue sauce, which was great. Okay. Um, and also the salt and vinegar dry seasoning. Oh, I don't think I want which, that. It was okay. I w- only um, want that on potato chips. And I ordered the Platinum Margarita, which oh, boy. Uh, it was made with Patron Silver and Cointreau, I believe, also. Okay. Uh, it was very delicious. And also the rim was salted and it was made with a salt sugar mix and it was with silver colored like icing sugar. No. It was great. No. It was great. I don't want sugar in my salted rim. I didn't think so either, but I loved it. Did you get any like vegetable or pickly type thing? I can't no. remember what they have. Don't they no, have like fried the, pickles or uh, something? Oh, they do have fried pickles. We didn't get those. We just got the uh, non-pickled uh, carrot and celery sticks, mm. which they call boats. With ranch dressing. Yeah. Matthew, why have we not been doing this? Going to bone. Yeah, we need to make Ash this a thing. Ash would totally be up on this. Okay, like, we can need we to. Can we do a double date? Yeah, let's let's do boneless Thursday soon. Also, don't they serve you the whole cocktail shaker so it's like a drink and a half? I'm so glad you mentioned this. Not for the platinum margarita, but for the shaken tableside margarita, they do. And it's so much margarita. And our so, server, Michaela, was oh God, I so love Michaela. nice. <laughs> she wasn't there. Oh, um, man. Uh, but uh, I don't know if she still works there. I hope so. But yeah, I got that uh, last time. I've been to Boneless Thursdays twice in the last couple of weeks. Oh my God. I'm so sorry I didn't Hold invite you. Up. I'm so can sorry. We, when can, can we go? 
you want to go tonight? Can we bring June sometime? Actually, because of course, is it? It's not twenty one and over. No, not it? at all. And like, I think June the boneless would be, wings are just fucking chicken nuggets. June would be so into that, and I think we might have her next Thursday. I'm okay. not sure. All right, let's do this. Okay. So, well, oh, the so the poor table side thing. Like, I drank the whole thing, oh. and it was really good. And then I didn't stop at the bathroom on the way home. And by the time I got home, I had to pee so bad. I thought it was going to be like that Simpsons episode where Grandpa Simpson's bladder explodes. That sounds so unromantic. It, it was it was very upsetting, oh, but boy. but it was okay. I made it home. Oh, good. Barely. Good. Okay. Um, wow, I sound like a real like uh, like frat oh my guy, God. right? I've actually had more than you have, and I've almost drunk my entire salted rim, and I'm so sweaty. This episode was brought to you by Third Love. Third Love is passionate about getting the perfect fit, and they know it's time for your bra to fit you, yep. not the other way around. Their bras are designed by women for women, and they have over 70 sizes and a dozen styles. So if you can't find your perfect bra, you're on the wrong website. <laughs> Get 15% off your first purchase by going to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk today. All right. Uh, so should we, should we, anything else about margaritas? So like uh, so tasty. good tequila, probably worth it. Good treple, treple sack, definitely <laughs> worth it. Um, that's how they say it in France. Um and uh, what was the other thing? Lime juice. Like, you know. Use it. Fresh squeeze. <laughs> Don't leave it out. Um, no, I want to say something for reals about the lime juice. Um, when you, when you, maybe everyone knows this already, but like when you make a shaken cocktail, it's really worth straining the citrus juice. Oh, I hadn't thought um, about that. It'll, it'll like foam better when you shake it. Oh, so did you, um, did you juice the lime into like a small strainer and strain out the citrus? I did, yes. Okay. I did that for you. I would not have thought about that, but mm-hmm. I, I noticed that this has no zest in it. Yeah, no, I thought Molly would really appreciate me going the extra mile with that lime straining. I just went to scratch my neck and it's wet with sweat. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I think I'm like mostly sweat at this point. Okay. Well, um, thank you. I still have only had like two thirds of my margarita <laughs> and I am done <laughs> with everything. <laughs> I can't go to the doctor now. They're going to put me in a program. They are. So you can find us at (laughs) spilledmilkpodcast.com. Was is it funny when we do this, or is it just like dumb? It's sad. It's dumb. I don't think it's sad. sad. Okay, we can also find us at Facebook. We can we can find us right here. I mean, we don't need to go online to find ourselves. We're right here. I'm touching myself right now. (laughs) I mean, like just like my shoulder. Um. Uh, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> the spilledmilkpodcast.com, facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast, Instagram at spilledmilkpodcast. You're killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on all the popular podcasting platforms, Stitcher, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, which I think they might be calling Google Podcasts now. Um, Pocket Casts, is that a thing? <laughs> That's when you break your pocket. <laughs> That's why you get a cast. <laughs> okay. Um, so thank you for listening to Spilled Milk Podcast. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's... Uh, no, wait. We already knew it was Thursday. Never mind. Um, I, Molly I, I want to wish I want to wish everybody um, whether whether you're uh, whether you're practicing or not a very happy blessed boneless Thursday. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg.
Yeah. <laughs> wow.